Patient record 2-A7. Name redacted. Entry dated 10 Neth 4AR. Exhibit Sunbla Taste slash Hunger. Examiner notes What follows is an entry from a patient's personal journal, which I took upon myself to read and transcribe herein for purposes of research, of course. You know that feeling of remembering a past meal so intensely your mouth floods with hot saliva and your jaws ache from the phantom of a past chewing. How a meal or a certain dish can lodge so firmly into the malleable basement of your brain that it remains forever ready to be found anew at the slightest hint of memory. Now imagine all of that, but with no memory of what it is that you had tasted. All that diaphanous desire of long past memory, but none of the details to relieve the hunger. Now you can begin to perceive the curse placed upon me by the door. Welcome to Ash and Snow. Uh, they just keep getting worse. <laughs> They're so bad. I have a question. Yeah. Does your voice hurt after doing some of those voices last last session? For us, it was like 20 minutes ago. For, for you guys, it was last <laughs> week. But, you know. Actually, no. Uh, I have a nice fizzy drink here, and uh, that helps soothe the tonsils? Vocal cords. I like set up straight. When you started talking in some of those voices, like I feel like <laughs> I need to be more attentive. One of our players in another campaign uh, does a full Batman voice, like full Wernsey, uh, as his default yeah. speaking voice for his oh, character. God. I don't I know how he does it for a full like three hour session, but he does, and it doesn't bother him. That's impressive. Let's. Let's just say, let's try not to have extended conversations with your entity. <laughs> you know what? Let's wait until the let's point. Sit, let's sit down. Let's talk about your past. Yeah, Where did like, things go don't wrong? Don't ever let Mina near this. She's got so many questions. We see Vin meditating and speaking to whatever is in his brain, uh, and then he has a brain aneurysm and collapses instantly. <laughs> We're done here. I'm not talking to you anymore. Forever. Basically... That's exactly what would happen. So, after a really long, like, really, really long, intense fight, we finally, we kicked its butt. Safety unicorn. We did good, y'all. We went to the city, or back to the city, or whatever, and then we got some sleep, and everyone else seemed to not have really good sleep. I had great sleep until I woke up, and, like, I saw this scary little, like, stick box thing and I know where it came from and I can't prove that it came from Mr. Creepy Face and I don't know what to do. However, I did try coffee for the first time and that was great. Makes you really hyper. And now we're going to get our day started. So we're at our first investigation into Kanipo where we'll be playing one of Pathfinder's many little mini-games that they put in. So, you have been given a couple of places to investigate. The Quaking Stacks, the first victim of the Gorga, a recent attack, and the Thinland Farms. All of this is to try to find out what Kanipo the Slim is and how you might be able to find him. 
Now for each of these investigation sites it is going to take a full day worth of travel and investigation to perform that investigation. You don't have to be together for this, but the more investigation that you do in a place, the more information you will get from that space. After you do an interview or look at the evidence or whatever, as an exploration activity, you're going to decide what kind of skill check you want to do to gain that investigation point. If you do a critical success, you get two investigation points. If you succeed, you get one. And if you critically fail, you'll <sighs> lose one investigation point. Based off of how many investigation points you roll at the end of your investigation, that is how much information I will give to you. Well, Varen's pretty good at talking to people, so I probably know where I'm going. Yeah, I was definitely going to go check out the stacks, because Freya is not the most personable. I, uh, Mia really wants to go to the farm. I think that's where Viren is heading. I'm headed to visit the last of the victims. The farm was where he was probably going to head after that. Okay, yeah, because Mia's just going to head straight to the, the farms. He wants to talk to people as early as possible so that what happened is more fresh in their mind and they might remember stuff. Sure. Now keep in mind, you, while there is a sense of urgency, this isn't to say that only one person can investigate one place at a time. In fact, if only one person investigates one place at a time, you will not get the full picture of each area. At least if, even if the person is, does a critical success. So you don't have to split up entirely and you don't have to do everything today. Yeah, we could go back to that location to get more points, I'm assuming. Like, we don't have to do it all at once. Yes. I, I do believe Mia is dead determined, since there isn't a sense of urgency, to take a day off. All right. She's going to pamper herself a little bit. Mainly because she's never had the opportunity to, and now she does, and she's like, I want to know what this is like. Here. <laughs> sure. And Vin looks for a spa. A spa that's suited for fire monkeys. Druid spa. You you get the moss rub and the, the pumice stone on your feet. All right. So, who is going where? Uh, Varen's going to head to speak to the last victim of the, that latest Gorga attack. Uh, I think his name was Papel. But on the way there, he's going to stop by an inn and just request... What's the largest room you have? Because I need space. Okay. Pay for said room and immediately start setting up a full conspiracy board on the wall. Just tacks of red string of related information he knows already. Uh, get what information he knows so far, which are mostly just like Kanipo the Slim at the very top. Threads coming off there. Some sort of fey ritual, weird shadow stuff. Gorga the shadow key uh, something to do with seven arches linking in between with the key and the fey ritual already probably like seven or eight strands of string fully crossing over each other All right. and then he'll make his way out to this farm uh, gold is probably enough to safely secure a room for your ostensibly permanent usage he will gladly pay that off okay and you head off to visit Papel Pa Mosby. Freya, where are you going? First, I was going to hunt out where I could get my weapon upgraded. Uh, I was going to get a uh, my sword. I will get a essentially a cold iron weapon because we are fighting that. And um, since we got a plus one rune from the staff, I was going to have that transferred to my short sword. And then, among other things, I was going to do some training and try to do some research. Mainly more focus on training because I felt like I really dropped the ball in that last fight. And I'm trying to make sure I'm not going to next fight. Well, then the silver and cold is your destination. Mia, 
what are you up to today? Mia's actually going to ask Vin if he would like to go to the spa with her. Best day ever. Let's go to the spa. Let's go to the spa. Let's go to the spa. No one else understands what it's like to have fur. I've never been to a spa before. Neither have I. But <laughs> I always heard people talk about them, and they just seem super fancy, and I kind of want to experience it at least once, you know? Okay, let, 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 let's go. All right. There is not a particular location in <laughs> it. You mean the Justice House is not it? Yeah, the Justice House, totally. But you are able to find uh, some, I don't know, what is the medieval equivalent of a spa? A spa? A spa? Yeah, bath house? <laughs> yeah, okay. like, I imagine like, like a super kind of almost Greek style bathhouse. Perfect. Well, Seven Arches is built at the intersection of three different rivers. And so there are naturally a couple of places built along the river's edge that bring in the water and then heat it up with coals and fires and make a nice, hot, almost pool-sized bath. Bia just looks at Ben and she's just like, I'll pay for it, don't worry. I have money for once, and this is nice. I've never had money. Okay, I also have money. She's just like, she puts a hand over over you, like over your face, because she's not used to having hands. She just puts her hands over your face, like, shh, let me do this. I just want to, I'm experiencing what it's like to be a human. I'm in disguise. I've never been a human before. Oh, do, do humans give gifts? Yes, I think. Yes. Oh, I... I'm going to go with yes. I've met some nice humans. They've given me fish. They accept your gift. She just, like, skips off. <laughs> Freya, the Silver and Cold is a notable location in Seven Arches. Smart travelers know that because this area is teeming with fae and beasts, creatures who are weak to silver and cold, that adding cold iron and silver to their weapons is pretty high in demand. When you get there, you find Camera Lee, a human female blacksmith hammering away at several weapons. As you go into this blacksmithing, it's kind of enchanting because all of the weapons in here shine. This is not like any kind of blacksmithery that you've seen with just the dull reflectivity of iron or steel. Everything in here is coated with silver and cold iron, which kind of glistens with this almost bluish hue. It's kind of like stepping into a cathedral almost with how the sun is reflecting on all of these beautiful weapons. Camor is pretty stocky, but approaches you with a glad smile. Well, hello. You look like someone who does a good, fair bit of adventuring based off of all those holes in your jacket yeah yeah like do the thing pull it, put a finger through one of them oh yes i um happened to end up on the uh, bad side of an acid flask the other day and i haven't had a chance to replace that yet let me guess you're out there to go fight fairies among other things yeah uh i happened to um run into some and realized i don't have a I don't have the proper weaponry, so come in here to fix that. Perfect. Well, we can set you up nice and fine. What are you uh, looking for exactly? This is this point where, you know, I'll slide the, the blade out of the, the holster and sort of just hand it over, just being like something along the lines of this. I mean, if this blade could be coated with cold iron or anything like that, that would be good. I've trained with it for a long time i i know its weight and its 
and how it handles very well. So, but if not something similar, the short sword. Certainly. And it looks like you're carrying a staff. Yes. um, I happened to pick this up. Uh, Last time I was out, I believe it has a rune on it. And I was seeing if you were the kind of person who'd be able to transfer that to my blade. Make it a little bit more accurate when fighting fairies. Perfect. I can get this done. No problem. Now, you do know, though, that it takes a bit more skill to fight the fairy folk than just having a nice blade. Yeah, my um, bruises and stuff uh, definitely are reminding me of that time. You know where I can spar? Or anybody looking to uh, train? Now, are you able to do flips? I can. I, I've always been pretty limber. Um, well, I can never... tell you're a half-elf. Of course you're limber. Uh, yeah, I mean... Now, I won't tell anyone. Thank you. But uh, someone like me, I've been around enough. I can see these kinds of things. If you want, I can show you some tricks. Mm, never going to say no to... Uh... Getting a hand up on everything. And she starts to show you some cool things with sword. She is tossing the blade behind her back, grabbing it one-handed, and then, like, stabbing it between her legs. She is balancing it along the side of her foot, doing all of these kind of things. Now, the thing is, you want to have a certain amount of panache when dealing with the Fae. If you can catch them unawares or distract them, you'll have that much more of an upper hand. They really like the shine of these silver weapons, even though they are weak. I understand that. I am also weak for shiny things. Now, you think you can uh, try something like that out? I can give it a shot. And she tosses you back your weapon. Yeah, um, Freya sort of keeps it in the sort of same usual reverse grip that she has and is, uh, you know, moves as if to tumble through this person, um, move around as to get behind them. Okay, give me an acrobatics check. Uh, and that is a 21. 21. She has seen a lot and quickly grabs you and flings you on the floor, holding you by the wrists as she's just a little bit above you. But one of her hands has a dagger, which is centered on your ribs. That would have been good, but you project a little bit. Well, I guess it uh, shows that I still have a few things to learn. Indeed. Well, it's going to take me a little bit of time to get all of these switches done. Why don't you um, come back sometime tomorrow? Yeah, uh, I'll be around. I'll I'll drop by tomorrow. All right. I'll look forward to it. And I will take my bisexual ass to the library (laughs) to study. (laughs) Varen, you were given the location of Paw's farm and are able to find it pretty easily. When you get there, you see a farm of turnips. Rows have been plucked by now, and most of the vegetables have been put into bags. You see carts. You see a stable, but you don't see anything to pull it. Odd. Perhaps that was something that came up in the attacks. Either way, he'll head his way over to look for the gentleman that's described to him. You knock on the door, and a farmer answers it. You can tell instantly that he is pretty drunk. Hello, sir. Uh, here on behalf of, well, myself and a few contacts with the Oak Stewards. Uh, what are you here for? Uh, I had heard recently you had some issues with a few Gorga. Uh, some Fae sorts. Gorga? Where? Uh, not here anymore, sir. Nothing to worry about, sir. Just here to make sure they don't come back and discuss with you what might have happened. They killed Shailen! And he... He's a pretty well-built guy. 
farmers usually are, yeah. and collapses into your arms, crying. It's kind of a brief fallback. I understand, sir. The thing I can't believe she's gone. Brief connection of two and two together in Varen's mind. Again, putting this red thread, but only metaphorically this time. Must be difficult getting goods back to town, then, I would assume. Was the best mule in the kingdom, my beautiful Shaylin? I do apologize for your loss, sir. Unfortunately, there's not much I can do to bring her back, but I could certainly offer a hand with bringing these into town. You do that. Well, of you course. You do that for old Pa. Well, you seem to be in need of assistance, and I'm in need of information, so you can talk How along the way. Oh, you stranger. Not many do. My name's Varen. Just kind of pat him on the back. Why don't we get you switched over to water here for a bit time, and, well, maybe a coffee once we get into town, and we'll see if we can't figure things out here for you. He brings you inside, and you can see kind of why he is so distraught. There are trinkets everywhere of farmers, of donkeys. There's, like, donkey salt and pepper shakers and a picture of him drawn with what was probably his mule. He sits down with a heavy thump at his table and slumps down onto it with his head buried in his hands. You come visiting, Pa. I don't know you. I can tell you don't care about my donkey. Well, I can't say I haven't met your donkey, sir. Uh, new into seven arches, and I've been properly introduced. Unfortunately, I seems like it was a quite the good mule, as you said, and, well, your dedication to such is very clear from your home. Would have been an honor to meet her. What you come around for, then? Well... I can't say I'm a fan of the Gorga myself. Uh, we've put a couple down recently. and Gorga? Where? Open. Then not here, sir. Nothing to be worried about. But we've uh, we've put some down recently, and, well, the goal is to get them out of the area entirely so that nothing like this happens again. You killed those vicious demons? A few of them, yes. I'm sure there's more, but nothing we can't handle. I don't know much about them. I can tell you about my story. Yeah, that'd certainly be helpful, sir. Any information we can have, uh, what, simply looking to find what exactly might have happened, where they may have came from, why you may have been targeted in particular, anything really you can remember. All right, you've been very nice to him. Go ahead and give me a diplomacy roll. Baron is very personable when he wants to be. Uh, he's very good at this kind of thing. That's going to be a 24 total. 24? That will be a critical success. I said, very good at this kind of thing, what he wants to be. Totally not the made-up bullshit in his mind of needing charisma to just convince himself that it works. No, he's good at convincing others it works, too. Me and Shaylin, we were just going to sell turnips and seven arches. Then I saw them skull dogs with eyes like saucers full of night. Dead canines, but... I saw something else. But you're never going to believe, Pa. I don't want to interrupt you, sir, but if I had to take a guess, thin-faced figure in the dark? How'd you know? That's precisely what we're looking for, sir. We're hoping to put an end to that legend. Take care of things. He, we believe he's the one responsible for those beasts in the first place, and we're hoping to take care... Yeah, yeah I saw him. He's like a tall, thin man... Except he was all shattered like. Except for that smile. You could see this smell from the shadows. Gleaming teeth like I've never seen before. But the thing is, he didn't talk to me. But I heard him. I heard him in my mind. He points dramatically at his forehead. He was telling me I was worthless. He was laughing at Shaylin being torn apart by those by those fairy dogs. I never felt so powerless. I couldn't do anything to help her. And he just become Just let him sit there for a moment and get through things for a time. Kind of step his way over, pat him on the shoulder. Elsa, I'm 
Can't say I'm much of a farmer myself, but I can certainly lift a wagon and help you on your way into town. If you have any further problems, you're more than welcome to find us and tell him the inn that I'm staying at. Uh, if you notice anything odd or strange or you need another hand in bringing another load of food into town, certainly feel free to reach out. If not myself, I have some friends with the stewards now that may be able to offer assistance and well, perhaps we can speak with them about getting you a new donkey. I wouldn't want an old man having to trudge his own goods into town every day. Oh, that'd be just dandy. I can't thank you enough, Baron. I bless... I think I've been blessed by Shaylin. Not the donkey Shaylin, but the Shaylin herself. For you coming here, I think I'm gonna name this new donkey Baron. Just kind of gives a chuckle. Well, certainly appreciate it, sir. Uh, of course, well, it'll be hard to compete with a fine mule like that for how much help I can offer if I comparison. You've done a lot. You believed old Pa. Of course. What purpose would you have to lie to me? Uh, I do hope you don't mind if perhaps later today I stop by and take a look around. Uh, of course, happy to continue the conversation here as long as you so wish. If there's anything else you want to tell me. Oh, that'd be fine. You're welcome here whenever you want, Varen. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, I may have some compatriots of mine helping me look into things here uh, that are along with me, but I'll be sure to stop by and let you know that they're here if they're in attendance with me. Wouldn't want to go having you worry that there's someone sneaking around your property, of course. I'm, I'm feeling pretty tired. I think I'm going to lay down. Yeah, you do that, sir. Collapses onto a couch in his house you see that there are several bags of turnips that you can take into town for him just get him set up on the cart bring that with me but before he leaves uh, just kind of find something to prop this guy's legs up with to get him a bit more laid back and comfortable go through like not dig through his house but like find a little cabinet that has a cup in it fill it with some water set it beside where he is when he so when he wakes up he has something to drink and Find a picture that would fit on like the side table beside where he's at of him and the donkey and just set it there beside the water. I bet he'll appreciate that when he wakes up. And you have earned two investigation points. Vin and Mia, you are at a place being pampered. Mia, your claws on your paws are being sharpened and filed. Vin, there is someone with very heavy leather gloves who is massaging your scalp through the flames and you guys are just relaxing. Why would we ever leave? This feels so nice. They even found the good itchy spot right behind my ear. That's how you know. Worth every copper. Can I like tell you something without being judged? Ah... You know, I don't normally think very well, so I don't normally judge very well either. All right. First off, I think you're not thinking well. It's just a front. I actually think you're really smart. I think you just don't want people to think that you're smart. No, just not. I mean, yes, very, 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 very smart. It's very naive. She knows not. <laughs> I'm really scared about this. And she like leans in and she's like, keep can. Kempo, can, can, what's his name? Yeah, I don't know. He scares me, and I'm really worried about him. And that whole "I am chosen" thing. What does that mean? You ever think we're just kind of in over our our heads all the time? I gotta be honest. I I've never hurt another human being before. We spar once in a while. I don't even do that well. Like looks at her claws. And it's like hey. <laughs> I never, I don't, I don't think I've ever been in a real fight. Been in plenty of fights. I've seen you fight. Not with a person. Well, you were in one the other day. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think I've been in a fight with consequences. Oh, yeah. If there's one thing I know, it's definitely consequences to actions. Even if they're unintentional consequences and actions. She like shuts down. This, uh, 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 oh, 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 uh, ha ha have some drugs. Absolutely. 
I'm not good with talking about feelings. Do drugs about it. <laughs> Healthy coping mechanisms here at Gatewalkers. So far, Vin has never done anything to steer me or wrong. So she has total trust in him. We've known each other for like half a minute. <laughs> total trust. As you both are smoking the flay leaf, having a good time, <laughs> Vin, you hear a voice. Ah, me, me, do you do you hear that? You're what? Just like batting at something in the air all lazily, just there it was again. I don't hear nothing. Are you going crazy? And she gets like in your face and like looks in your eyeball, like, you going crazy? You look inside and his eyes are red, but Mia, so are yours. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think you're going crazy. But I think I'm going crazy too. We'll just be crazy together. It's everyone else's problem. They shouldn't have left us alone. You know how I was, uh, I, I did the insensitive thing and brought up the, uh, the imaginary friend thing? Yeah? I think, uh, my friend might be real. I thought, I thought the whole thing about imaginary friends was they weren't actually real. They were yeah, only yeah, kind I... of real. They were real in your own head. You ever, uh, play, play the game where you're, like, sitting around in, in a circle and you have this, like, bowl or something like that. You gotta toss it to the next next person and yell, Hot Potato! Uh, we, yeah, we had something like that back in the village. Wasn't quite that, but yeah. My imaginary friend was, like, Potato Head. And I swear he's just calling my name right now. Except... What does it sound like? like? It sounds like... Vin... How to piss off the thing living inside you in one easy step. Bad impersonations. Vocally. And Mia just like, she's just Vin. Like that. And then she uses the message spell. She just goes, Vin. My imaginary friend. Vin, the image of Mia in mid-laugh holds there like time has stopped. I'm so sorry. And you hear the voice inside your head again. You dawdle. Hi, imaginary friend. You pamper yourself. You relax. There is work to be done. I think taking a break makes a more productive tomorrow. You know, let's take the week off. And as soon as you say that, your hand starts to move, and it's not you moving it. Do I see this? You don't. You are entirely frozen, as are the two people who are in this room with you. You think this a game, boy? You think I am to be trifled with? If I wanted to, I would take control of your body and have you choke the life out of this one. And you see your hand starting to move towards Mia. Uh, any chance to resist? Yeah, give me a will save with a minus one penalty. And bite your hand off. Yeah, so, yeah, 15. Which at level two will be a normal failure. The hand starts to approach Mia's throat. You have reservations. What about feeling her esophagus in your hands? Feeling the blood vessels explode all over your fingers as you choke the life out of her. I'm not very imaginative, so I'm going to choose not to think about it. If you continue this reckless path, I will make you destroy everyone who has shown even the least bit of trust in you. Do you understand me, you petulant ape? I, 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 I understand. As you're stuttering, your hand is starting to feel the fur around 
Mia's throat as she is there, just mid laugh. Commit to my will. I'll 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 go look for the thing, the 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 thing that I'm looking for, the 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 the, the working thing. See that you do. And then life goes back into full motion, and Mia Vin's hand is very close to your head. I'd like nip at it, but not not out of anger or anything like that. Just like, ah, it's close, and I wasn't expecting that. Your fur just looked so soft. I don't believe you. As you should. <laughs> you know what, Bear? This feels sketch. Just talking about some voices in your head. Now all of a sudden you just want to touch my fur. It's weird, man. It's weird. Might be the drugs, but it's weird. <laughs> you know, maybe libraries aren't as scary as I thought. Uh, should we hit up the library? She just looks at you really concerned. Like, but yesterday you looked like you wanted to throw up at the idea of a library. You know, old paper and fire doesn't normally go well together. So I normally avoid libraries. Do not control it, and she, like, pokes at your flames, like, beep? Uh, I, I can kind of turn it off, but then I get bored. That sounds like a you problem. Or I can just avoid <laughs> libraries. You're right, no library. <laughs> trying to do at all. We can do some of the other things. We can go to the farm. I do want to go to the farm. I can use a walk. Yeah, walk sounds great. We'll be in nature and sunlight and do we have any more of that stuff? We can like smoke it on the way. We like time travel. Freya. Yes? Freya, you approach one of the city's tallest structures. The Grand Library of Seven Arches, known as the Quaking Stacks. It was once a spiraling stone tower that tapered into a cone, kind of like a snail shell, but its ruins have been thoroughly taken over by a grove of magical aspen trees. As you enter it, you see that there is not a sign of metal in sight. Every single one of the alcoves for the books and scrolls is built into a nook of the trees. Any of the stairs, tables, are like carefully crafted branches that have been bent and turned into the furniture necessary to host the library. One of the librarians approaches you holding birch bark scrolls and leather bound tomes. Welcome to the Quaking Stacks. How can I help you? Good afternoon. I was wondering if you had any books on local folklore. Specifically, um, there's a legend that I heard a little bit about that I actually wanted to look more into called uh, Kinipo. Oh, fascinating. Well, I'm sure that we can find out for you. She steps over to one of the trees and places a hand on it. You can see that sap starts to emerge from the tree and starts to coat her hand. Our library is one of a kind. It stores knowledge like a living database. Fascinating. I can ask it any question about the tomes and literature that we have here, and it will be able to tell me the answer. So what is it that you want to know about it? Um kind of just want to know like where did the local legends start um is there a particular area that these legends like to say that Kinipo is from or resides in and what do the legends say that Kinipo can do interesting let me see she closes her eyes and you can see that the sap that is covering her hands has little lights in it that are kind of flickering as she communes with the tree. Give me a nature arcana or occultism roll. 
we're gonna go with Arcana. I am going to use my hero point on that because I don't want to live with an eight. <laughs> okay. I'm going to live with an eight, apparently, for a 15. <laughs> the exact same. Please, Foundry, I just want to talk. She is looking into the depths of the library. I only see scraps and mentions of a Kanipo, a slender lurking creatures in the shadow. The lore goes back quite a ways. It's actually interesting. It's written in Elfish. That would make it over a millennia old. Perhaps if you come back later, I might have more time to investigate the fullness of our archives. Yes, yes, I can I can return at a later time once you've uh, had a chance to look a little bit more. We look forward to your visit again. She pulls her hand out of the sap, and you would expect to see it all slimy and sticky, but it emerges as clean as if she had dipped it into water. Vin and Mia, you are feeling a little bit dizzy. The fresh air is perhaps pretty good for both of you. As you approach the farmlands known as the Thinlands. Mia is actively walking around. So this is super weird for her. She's actively walking around in her human form, which is all right. really bizarre. So she's like, she's doing all the things that she would do as a fox, but as a human. So like, she just sticks her nose up and sniffs the air. <laughs> as you start to approach the Thinlands, it becomes a mist-shrouded moor. As you're both looking around, you can see that the farmland is actually really lush. The plant life here is growing pretty verdantly. The crops look really good, well irrigated. It's going to be a good year for these farmers. And yet there is something off about this space since you enter it. It feels almost too full of life, and yet you only see the crops around you. You're approached by a resident of the Thinlands. She is humanoid, but she has branches growing out of her head with thick black hair covering it. That's creepy and cool. Do you see that too, or is it the drugs? No, I see that. That's real. Okay. Hey, you're not locals. I can spot it a mile away. What are you doing here? Uh, hi. My name is Vin. You can call me Vin. Hi. I am uh, Mia. This looks really awkward, like, robot waving her arm, not really knowing how to human. Nailed it. I'm the elder woman of these parts, Abelina Choi. Abelie, you said? Abelina. Abelina, okay. Hi. And I can already tell that, like most strangers, y'all are going to be trouble. And she spits at the ground. I don't want to be trouble. Although, trouble has definitely seemed to follow us lately, and she just, like, looks at Ben like, maybe we are trouble. Oh, no, no, we're the normal ones. Frey and Varen are trouble. No, no, we're not. We're not trouble. I'm here to keep the peace, and I can tell that you don't have your wits about you. Oh, definitely. You not. tell me your business, and you get moving. Instead of telling her, uh, Mia is just going to like pull out the the stick box and and ask me like, does this mean anything to you? She pulls it from your hand and looks at it. So are you sellers of crappy art, are ya? What? No. No, this was left for me? Looks at Ben. Like, was this left for me? I think this was left. What do you mean? Don't insult the art. I didn't make this. Yeah, it's the principle of it, though. We're all about principles, right? So do you know anything about this uh, great piece of art? Was there ever anybody who, who came from this place? area who is known for making it or making something similar that's what we were told or the rumor i guess what is the rumor i'm gonna go with the rumor i think it's a rumor yeah i, I 
we were just informed there that this might be the area where people would know about uh Kempo. As you say that, she covers your mouth. Do not speak that name here. I didn't want to be trouble. I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you're talking about bringing the name of the Slim to my moors. But you all are trouble. And I don't want any part of you. Do you understand that? Hey, take, take, take your hand, hands off, off them. She releases her hand. I'm not trying to be trouble. I really just need to know. This a slam. She like whispers, not to be condescending, but that just seems like the right thing to do. The slam really thinks that like I'm important or something. I don't know. I've seen it. And then she like she looks like she's about to cry. She's just overwhelmed with this creepy figure. She keeps having nightmares about his stretched out face. She's just like, I don't know what's really going on. And I'm kind of scared now. And I would really just like some help. And at this, you see her face break and show a bit of compassion. Now, girl, hide those tears. Can't. I don't know how. So give me a diplomacy, nature, or first world lore to find out more here. Please be better. Please be better. Please. That's nope. Slightly better. Not really. That's yeah. Yep. That's nine. Yeah. Vin, you know, you know, I think that uh, you you want us out of your hair. Just uh, just maybe you know, I can maybe do some errands for you. Maybe we can earn this information. I can give you a massage. We just had <clears throat> one. Go ahead and give me your diplomacy roll. I have a magnifying glass. I'm not even... I deserve it. I deserve the, the net one. I'm not even going to hear a point in it. She looks at both of you, says, You two best be on your way. Whatever you do, keep that name out of your mouths. Listen, we're, we just, we're just asking for some help, and we would appreciate some information. Listen, I, I, I need I need some information. I need it, or certain things might happen. Are you threatening me, boy? Can I, I... do a perception check past? Like, I'm looking past this lady, like, at the, the land around her. I just sure. want to get a sense of, like, what is kind of giving this uneasy feeling. Sure. There's the AT. Mia? Yes. You're looking around and your vision is blurry and this foggy location is not helping you at all. While Vin is arguing with the Alder Woman, though, you look around and through some of the shadows you see the outline of a figure. They are tall, they are slender, with legs as tall as most of your friends, fingers the size of scabbards, and you only see that shadow for a moment, and perhaps it wasn't even there. By the time that you are able to react to the sight of it, it is just fog again. It's not a threat. I'm just saying that things it's might okay, happen. It's okay, but we should just go. Let's not bother the poor lady. And like, Mia grabs you and just starts like stomping off. Like, mm -mm, we getting out of here. Uh-uh, no. I don't fucks with that. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Have a nice day. Maybe, maybe we should come back here with everyone. Why? Him, him, or like Varen, him, 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 like and like, and, and in her human form, she tries to replicate and like make herself look all gangly and long, and like try to like she grows out her claws to make her hands look longer. <laughs> and she's just bindles the mouth thing, pulls his cheeks back. This one, this one, yeah, that. 
Oh. He was in the shadows. And, was, and we just need to go. We need to go. We need to get somewhere very well lit. Um, and maybe we shouldn't, like, have any more of this. And she just puts the the leaves. <laughs> we don't need any more of this. I just... We should come back here with everyone. Because I really feel like Vin would have a field day here. And so with Freya. I feel I feel bad for leaving. You mean Vin? Like me? No, no sorry. You're in. Yeah, that one. The other one. I mean, sometimes I feel like when they're talking, I'm just like twiddling my thumbs, though. Yeah. Because, like, they ask a they're boring so question. But their questions are so boring. But they're so smart. They're actually good at getting to the bottom of things and talking to people and whatnot. And we're not good at that. I don't know if you know this, but we're not good at that. As Vin and Mia make their way back to Seven Arches from the Thinlands, unseen behind them, a little figurine dangles from a tree in the mist. It is a wax. So, will our heroes find out who Kanipo the Slim is? Will they be able to recover the key? Find out next time on Ash and Snow. Ash and Snow uses trademarks and copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Ash and Snow is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo's Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Ash and Snow is published through Skullstone Entertainment, LLC. Copyright 2023.